my secret superpower is my knack for attracting anything pop culture like i don't even go looking for it it just comes to me and i know anything that's happening that's part of pop culture <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen that was flow hi i do not think i have any superpower but i do have a great hunger for entertainment all things entertainment the easiest way to get my attention or to change my mood if i'm in a bad mood is to put on anything movie or tv show related and that's it you have my 100% attention so yeah and that is tanvi hello A special mention to our social media partners Bollywood Direct. You can find them on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Bollywood Direct. And we are continuing with our quintessential Hindi movie series and to find out how we define quintessential, check out our intro episode. Every podcast is divided into four categories: fashion, acting, favorite songs and our favorite scenes. Hi, welcome to the Movie Wala podcast. This episode we are talking about Maine Pyar Kiya. This movie released in 1989. The Prime Minister of India was VP Singh. One significant thing that happened in this year for India was that Sachin Tendulkar made his debut in international cricket. Maine Pyar Kiya was directed by Suraj Barjatia, produced under Rajshree Productions and the music was by Ram Lakshman. This is a movie about two friends who grow up in a small town and then their work takes them different paths. and how 20 years later their kids fall in love but are not able to meet because of different class and economic issues and how eventually there's a happy ending so let's dive in flow what did you think about the movie so going into this movie i was kind of worried because you know how it is when you love a movie so much you're always concerned if it'll stand the test of time and i am so relieved to say that this movie actually did i'm so happy that it did because i just love this movie i know right like i've seen this movie several times in the past 3 decades but i was still like okay is it still going to make that impact because when i'm watching it you know on a weekend or something in the background i'm not paying so much attention but when i was watching it for the podcast i was like paying 100% attention and it was still engaging and i was i was buying into all the emotions and i was buying into the whole story and i was like oh my god like this is such a good movie like i i still like love it yeah. it's my one of my favorite love yeah. stories and we watched it together and we were live texting each other as we were watching it and it shows a lot about a movie when there are when there are a little less eye roll emojis we were not sending each other eye roll emojis all the time which means the music i mean the movie was actually good exactly we didn't have much uh to rip apart right. or to make fun at it yes. was like you know it was like oh okay yeah. <laughs> and we were still feeling weak in our knees looking at salman khan yeah. like the young salman khan oh my god <laughs> and this was 1989 so what did you think about the fashion in the movie you know a lot of salman's wardrobe it's still relevant he kind of like and even if it isn't he made it work so it looked good on him the de- the leather jacket with patches his uh, polo shirts and jeans and khaki Yeah. all of it i bought into all of it so i think the men side of the fashion was fine but bhagyashree on the other hand <laughs> you know she's wearing all these salwar kameezes which is fine i don't have an issue with salwar kameezes it's just the way her overall styling was maybe she was deliberately made to look bhenji but she really was looking 
very blah and her makeup and hair and everything i preferred her with open hair mm-hmm. she looked way more uh, prettier with open hair but overall it was okay it wasn't something like too crass but it wasn't like something i will remember or be like oh my god remember yeah. that outfit i i agree with you on the bhagishree part as well because i felt like out of all her clothes that she wore uh, there was just one kurti that stood out you know the white floral the one floral yeah one, yeah and i was like okay you know i can i would still wear that you know so apart from that nothing else really stood out as much you're right but what about reema lagu's sarees oh my god her sarees her shawl a she carries them so well and b all the colors were worked on her so much i mean i love her her in general i have always loved reema lagu in all mm-hmm. the movies i feel she portrays the strong indian mother very well and uh, just the fashion complements it like her dressing is also it also comes across as a strong indian woman dressing you know and i like that they were repeating clothes and i've noticed something in a lot of rajshree movies that they repeat clothes which i always like like mm-hmm. even in hum aapke kaun hum saath saath hai if you notice you'll see people are wearing same clothes over and over again oh. which makes it so much that's interesting like i never noticed that yeah rachri i like that about them some kind of reality in the movies right <laughs> yeah a little bit or maybe like just because of lack of budget or whatever hmm. but it works yeah <laughs> okay so would you call her the quintessential indian mom see what i did there <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, a good way to bring in the series. You know like I don't know, a typical Indian mom in Indian movies is more like um, Nirupara. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you remember Nirupara? Like that's the one like always playing sad and sacrificial. You know, stressed and sacrificial. She on the other hand is like um Reema Lagu never comes across as like broken, shattered and please help me and you know the man you know, she stood up to her husband in this movie right. when she thought you know she needs to so i don't think she's a quintessential hindi movie mom but she's a quintessential bha- uh, rachi productions mom because even in other rachi movies i feel like they always give a mother a strong character mm. doesn't mean she's right morally right or wrong but she's strong yeah she's not one of those uh, abla nari kind mm. of a mother so yeah she's not a quintessential hindi movie mom but she's a quintessential rachi mom rachi that's a good one yeah i i really like the characterization i felt like it was very balanced like she stands for her beliefs but that doesn't mean that she just walks out of her house you know she still kind of respects her husband's um her husband's desire or whatever but still she yeah. she stands her ground and i don't see the point of walking out of the house like the husband should walk out of the house exactly. your house yeah, yeah. by the she she like dude i take care of this house is my house <laughs> if somebody should leave it's <laughs> so it was pretty balanced i really enjoyed uh, her characterization yeah what did you think about like the other supporting characters like uh, lakshmikan you know the one who plays friend of uh, salman hmm. and Aloknath. Oh, Aloknath. I can't believe how young he looked first of all and then we looked up his age and he was just like 38. But you're always mm, used 33. to 33. 33. Oh my goodness. He's 33 in the movie and Reema Lagu is 31 in the movie. 31. And they have teenage kids who are about to get married. Oh wow. And Salman was just 24. So between him and Reema Lagu there was just like a 7 year difference. 6 yeah, I know. Wow. You know, this is what uh, movie industry did back then. Like, if you're over thirty, that's it. You're a mom. Yeah, true. I'm glad it's changing now, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little older actresses are also getting roles that that's age appropriate. Okay. Uh, so Aloknath. So I kind of liked uh, his character a lot as well. Like Rima Lagu's, I think his also was like well defined. You know, I like the fact that 
he actually tells Salman, you know, how he's going to make a living to support, uh, you know, his wife, his future wife or whatever. So he actually makes him get a job, which rarely happens in Hindi movies. I felt like that should be like a 101 for all future movies. Like when the father's like, Nahi, you can't marry my daughter because you are not rich enough. Instead, they should be like, okay, yeah. dude, what's your five-year plan? Yes. Like, tell me how you are going to be, like, supporting my daughter and yourself. And then we'll talk about marriage. Like, go figure out your exactly. life Exactly. Instead of just saying no without any reason, this was pretty practical and very legit. You're right. It should be like, yeah, it should be like a prerequisite for any bo- any Hindi movie dad. Or even like normal, like, you know, in society. Like, even when normal parents are saying yeah. no in India to like not love um, saying no to love marriage they should be like come up with a good reason you can't bring up caste and culture yes. but oh, yes, yes if a economic uh, standpoint is an issue then bring it up truth you know yep I like that yeah, yeah so I really enjoyed his character you know one of the supporting characters yeah and what did you think about uh, Salman's friend I kind of like him he's such a lovable character yeah. and I feel Rajshree Productions always give him like this one really endearing role to play in all their movies and he's such a supportive and his comic timings are good and I like that it's not crass at any time mm. it's not like you know cheap comedy right. and he's like he's just adorable cute and he provides like the right amount of support Support to the romantic angle yeah. for Salman and Bhagishri. So yeah, I really like his character. He's funny and cute. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, did you also know that Salman Khan was not the first choice for the role? In fact, I think one of the interviews Sur- Suraj Barjatia had said that, you know, when when somebody uh, kind of uh, showed his photo, Salman Khan's photo for the role, he felt that he kind of looked very ordinary and he would oh. not suit this role. I was, yeah, so that was pretty interesting to read. I was like, oh. But I also read somewhere Mm -hmm. that uh, Suraj Bajatya, the character of Prem, he writes as always like he, uh, his character is always called Prem in all his movies. Mm -hmm. And he always writes it as some, as his aspiration. Like he was a shy, lanky kid in college and he never had the, you know, courage to go up to a girl and say anything because he didn't have any like body or looks or anything. So this is his version of what he would have wanted to be. Ah. So the prem is his like, you know, if he had the looks and if he had that charm going. Mm-hmm. So he always writes prem's character thinking of like what it would be if he could do all of that. Wow, interesting. Even all the ca- all of the versions of Prem hmm. are his somewhere his aspirations to be that person. Ah, except for Prem Ratan, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. And okay, so how about your favorite scene in the movie? What what stood out to you? Okay, I think I already spoke about this, but yeah, but this was one of my favorite scenes when Prem goes uh, to her family and then he, you know, he tells her, tells her dad that he wants to get married to her. And then he actually says, you know, can you, can you make a living? Like, how are you going to make a living if you want to support my daughter, you know? So he says, I will get you married off to her if you can make like 2000 rupees or something this month and if you can mm-hmm. prove yourself. So I thought that was amazing. I loved it. So yeah, that was one of the scenes that really stood out to Okay. You? Mine were like his uh, scenes with his mom. So one scene that just stayed with me. And I was like, oh my God. It's like, I just thought it was so cute. It's like when uh, his mom playing Rima Lagu, she finds out about their love. 
and she goes and tries to be like uh, you know tries to tease them by saying that she's going to fix his marriage with somebody else and then he's like no but mom she's not going to help you in the kitchen and this and that and then eventually he figures out that she knows and then she's like oh how about suman and then he's like then he gets all shy and then he's like getting out of the room but she's holding him back and teasing him and then he's like let me go mom let me go yeah. i'm like oh my god i was just so i my heart melted i was like oh my god i would marry this guy right now he's so cute and the second was again with his mom when uh, when uh, salman's father says no to his and suman's marriage mm-hmm. and he decides to leave home and his mom is like you know giving him her bangles to give it to suman when he sees her and then he asks her i'm right and she's like yes yeah. and she's like you support me he's she's like yes yeah. and it's like uh, you uh, so i don't i should not be scared and she's like no i'm like oh my god this is so freaking cute i, I just love this yeah. i was like just thinking about it right now also is making me feel like all gooey in my heart oh yeah you're right so, their yeah. chemistry was amazing the mother and son <laughs> chemistry right yeah yeah it was really yeah. good so it is amazing yeah, those were my favorite scenes what did you think about the music ooh the music i loved the music as everyone else in india who does i think yeah uh, i think people still listen to the music so i loved i enjoyed yeah. i think all almost all the songs even though there were a couple of songs which were not like you know which were kind of like put in randomly i still liked it yeah yeah i liked all the songs too i was like yeah there i mean some of them could, we could have been done without like we didn't need all of those songs but even independently if not part of the mm. movie they are good to listen to on the radio yeah. or in the background it just gives a nice warm fuzzy feeling right when you listen to it yeah. and you hum along yeah it's like one of those yeah. songs yep and the opening title song is just like even today when the music comes on you're like i want to go and do that <laughs> con- contemporary dance however it is done i know <laughs> And I'm like, oh my god, this is so yeah. And and those two dancers in the title track that you mentioned, I tried googling so much to find out who they are, but I could not. I wish you know Hindi movies or Indian movies in general had a lot of um, what do you call that information? You know, archives. Yeah. Did what? Yeah, I guess you know back then they didn't pay that much attention, and like it going back, like a lot of them say that they didn't even have. plans like they didn't know in advance who's going to do what or what they're going to hmm. record that day shoot that day chances are they just ask two people to like just oh you are the choreographers you know the set very yeah. well we'll put you there the light will also not be on you so it doesn't matter uh. you know <laughs> let's just shoot this so yeah it's just uh, I, yeah but i guess they're getting better i think they are i think social even if they were not social media is so like out there people would themselves promote themselves like <laughs> oh we are the ones who are there <laughs> <laughs> That's a true. I yeah, you're right. I think we didn't care as much to preserve uh, cinema as an art. But now I think like Indian movies are getting better at it. They know the value, you know, cinema brings into uh, the culture in general, I think, you know, because it's like a reference point for future generations, right? It's all it's like art. You know, it is art, yeah, like, you know. Like how you saw the 10 rupee note yes. which doesn't exist now. <laughs> yeah. But you can see it in the movies. Exactly. So I think now we are kind of understanding the value. of you know what cinema can do and we are trying and we are getting better at preserving things i feel like i wish there was like a museum of sorts for indian movies or hindi movies in general you know and where we can go and see like salman khan's jacket and you know the iconic friend uh, cap and things like yeah. that you know yeah i'm sure probably they have it in like rajshri archives or something hmm you remember how like i recently the kapoor theater yeah. got burned down and they had archives of everything you know from yeah. 
Raj Kapoor's costumes mm. to scripts to everything. So I guess all the studios probably still has it, hmm. and I'm sure maybe this information is available at Rajshree Studios. Ah, uh, specifically you know, there. Things, hmm. Yes, what we are looking for, maybe if somebody were to dig it down hmm. in their archive, we could find it. Yes, it's just not available to the public, hmm. which is also rightfully so because it's not public information. It's still like a private. But I feel yeah. like, don't you feel like you know, once cinema it's out there, it's kind of. it belongs to the people i guess i mean like i said like at that time they didn't think that so those mm. things have never been made digital right. what i'm saying is maybe it's still open to public but you just have to physically go right, there right. Uh, i mean i guess they haven't just like or maybe those people are not there anymore mm. nobody's there to account for it. but moving forward now it's never going to be the case yeah hopefully yeah it it'll get better yeah. yay yeah all right so but it's funny right like looking at all of these movies from a grown up point of view It's like how we were looking at the first few scenes, and I was noticing the uh, the messy kitchen <laughs> instead of like the. I was like, oh my god, the kitchen's so messy, and then you're lo- noticing the home decor. I'm like, oh, I wonder what the floor plan of this house. Exactly. Is. And things like that is like, oh, you know, you look at the movies with different eyes now. You're not looking at the oh, when is Salman going to come on the screen? You're more like, oh, please tidy up this kitchen. It's bothering me. <laughs> I was also looking at you know the dining table and how it was arranged you know so yeah, yeah it gives a very different perspective when you're like yeah even i was curious about their house plan because clearly he works from home hmm. right his there's a part of the house which is office right. and everything I was like, so where is? How does he go there? Like, what happens? How do people come? Yeah. There's a uh, office entrance. <laughs> Where's the staff coming? From? Exactly, and also there was a scene where it's just Prem and Suman. They're like sitting and just talking, and it's kind of it looks like a balcony. So I was very curious as to where it would fit in in the house. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, okay, clearly we are not like some teenagers watching a movie yes. now. We are like thirty-something women watching movies. Clearly, <laughs> uh, right. but I really like this movie hmm. because I could like still I felt weak in my knees looking at Salman Khan like that nineteen eighty nine specific Salman Khan was just the work of dreams. Oh gosh, it's like yep. his look, and you know clearly he could act. Like that's my point. Like I'm looking at this movie and I'm like, okay, this dude can act, and he could dance decently. He could. decent dance yeah. yeah like not a dancer but he could dance he did, he was not as stiff as he is in his movies right now. so i'm like okay this dude can dance he can act given like the right amount of feedback yeah. what happened like what happened like the salman khan of 1989 and 2017 is so poles apart this sweet looking boy who i want to go and hug because he's so sweet to his mom <laughs> to this man child who is a bully and is like a like a disgrace to society yeah <laughs> how do these two people fall under the same spectrum of humanity is like a beyond it's like it's like i'm looking at two different people you know like my exactly. mind yeah my mind is like like he's so adorable he's so cute And then I see the Salman of now, and I'm like, wow! Like, is it the same people? Like, what happened? You know, right. I want to go back in time and be like, when? At what moment in life did it become like that? He could have gone this path, but instead he went that path, and I could like just go step in right there and be like, dude, stop it! <laughs> stop working out so much. <laughs> It's intervention. <laughs> I know, right? Like you could oh, time yeah. travel and then go to that exact point and ask him to just stay like this. Yeah. Oh gosh. I was like, oh my god. 
and that movie mm. you know this is what i miss about hindi movies mm. because those were the movies which made you fall in love like i want to fall in love watching this movie and i'm married but i want to fall in yeah <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying that this is what Hindi movies were made of and I as much as I love the realistic cinema now and all of that but none of that is making me fall in love I do not want to fall in love with any bareilly ki barfi or any you know yeah. like any of the other barfis or barilis yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah they're great entertainment I'm not taking that away from I love the cinema right now but it is not quintessential in my mind yeah it's not quintessential right. and the scripts are not written to make you feel gooey and weak in your knees and fall in love and or and and not just the romance part even like the dramatic part like i was completely on board with the uh, aloknath's rage towards his friend i was on board with reema lagu's anger towards her husband i was on board with everything i was like yeah exactly. yeah 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 i am buying it exactly like all the points were valid obviously it was like you know highlighted like maybe five times more but it was still valid so yes i missed those <laughs> movies to be honest one more thing that i really liked about the movie in general was um not so much bagishree's full character there were parts of her character that i really enjoyed seeing uh, there's this one scene uh, that you kind of pointed out to me where um, it's bagishree's house and then you see a photo on the side table with her winning a prize or something I think it looked like a sports like prize. She plays, yeah. She showed like she's either playing badminton yeah. or tennis. Yeah. So it kind of showed a woman who actually played sports, which of unique for that, you know, for eighty nine. I feel, you know, where women yeah. were not shown as sporty people. So I really enjoyed that. And in the beginning, they were also uh, celebrating that she's come first, or she's got really good marks. And, yeah. You know, she's doing good in studies. Yes. Yeah. So that so, was also rare. Yeah, something that is really. Yeah. I really like that they kind of showed women as not just like pretty you know pretty faces but also somebody who was actually like good in studies and sports like an all-rounder you know kind of character. Yeah, yeah so I, I mean this, this was like a consolation considering that like, you know like this is the only thing they could do so they did it. Yeah. that ways but yeah again going but they were still showing a 18 year old girl who just turned 18 right. is all she's thinking about is this boyfriend and how she can get married to him yeah. and you know and while aloknath is pushing the boy to get a job hmm. he's not really telling his daughter to go do something yeah there were there was you know, obviously a gender stereotype <laughs> at play there you yeah. know yeah. yeah but we'll take what it gets considering it was 1989 and it was still a good movie yeah it was yeah, still if we had to be nitpicky yeah but we don't have to be if we had to go movie. there yeah we will but yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So but all in all we really enjoyed the movie. Yep. And I think for anyone like who is kind of getting um getting into watching Indian movies, this this would be a great movie to watch. Yeah, absolutely. They get they'll get a Indian family dynamic, they'll get the friend dynamic, right. they'll get the mom yeah, Indian mom dynamic. dynamic. Mom mom everything. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a great watch and I'm so glad that it did not disappoint us even now. Yep. So yay. And can we can we please bring the 1989 Salman back? <laughs> uh, no, ain't gonna happen. He's got done and over. <laughs> oh God, I'm pretty sure Salman Khan fans are going to like get on us for this. <laughs> Why he can't? You can't get 1989 Salman back. Yeah, but the 2017 one is still here. <laughs> but he has pretty loyal fans. Like one of the most loyal fans in the industry, I think. Yeah, I don't know why. That just shows the IQ of our country. <laughs> we let it go. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shoot us. 
<laughs> okay, so all in all, a great movie to watch. Okay, so this was it, and I hope you enjoyed our chit chat as much as we did talking about Mary Pierkia. And we will see you next week with a new quintessential movie. And in the meantime, you can catch us on a social media. I think we are pretty much there everywhere. So yeah, looking forward to your feedback on this episode as well. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.